0: Hi hey friends, welcome to chapter 13 of the Tale of Despro. Don't forget, you can find your reading response journal at bit.ly forward slash vdpsprojectjournal, all lowercase. And now, chapter 13 of the Tale of Despro. Perfidy Unlimited. Together, the three mice travel down, down, down. The thread around Despero's neck was tight. He felt as if it was choking him. He tugged at it with one paw. Don't touch the thread, barked the second hood. Yeah, echoed the first hood. Don't touch the thread. They moved quickly, and wherever Despero slowed, one of the two hoods poked him in the shoulder and told him to keep moving. They went through holes and walls and down golden stairs. They went past rooms with doors that were closed and doors that were flung wide. The three mice traveled across marble floors and under heavy velvet drapes they moved through warm patches of sunlight and dark pools of shade. This, thought Despero, was the world he was leaving behind, the world that he knew and loved. And somewhere in it, the princess was laughing and smiling and clapping her hands to music, unaware of Despro's fate. That he would not be able to see the princess to let her know what had become of him seemed suddenly unbearable to the mouse. Would it be possible for me to have a last word with the princess? Despero asked. A word, said the second one. You want a word with a human. I want to tell her what has happened to me. Jeez, said the First Hood. He stopped and stamped a paw on the floor in frustration. Cripes, you can't learn, can you? The voice was terribly familiar to Despero. Furlough, he asked. What? said the First Hood irritably. Despero shuddered. His own brother was delivering him to the dungeon. His heart stopped beating and shrunk to a small, cold, disbelieving pebble. But then, just as quickly, it leapt alive again, beating with hope. Furlow, Despro said, and he took one of his brother's paws in his own. Please let me go, please. I'm your brother. Furlow rolled his eyes. He took his paw out of Despero's. No, he said. No way. Please, said Despro. No, said Furlow. Rules are rules. Reader, do you recall the word perfidy? As our story progresses, perfidy becomes an ever more appropriate word, doesn't it? Perfidy was certainly the word that was in Despero's mind as the mice finally approached the narrow, steep stairs that led to the black hole of the dungeon. They stood, three mice, two with hoods and one without, and contemplated the abyss before them. And then Furlow stood up on his hind legs and placed his right paw over his heart. For the good of the castle mice, he announced in the darkness, we deliver this day to the dungeon, a mouse in need of punishment. He is, according to the laws we have established, wearing the red thread of death. The red thread of death? repeated Espro in a small voice. Wearing the red thread of death was a terrible phrase, but the mouse didn't have long time long to consider its implications because he was suddenly pushed from behind by the hooded mice. The push was a, small, was a strong one, and it sent Despro flying down the stairs into the dungeon. As he tumbled whiskers over tail through the darkness, there were only two words in his mind. One was perfidy, and the other word that he clung to was pee. Perfidy, pee, perfidy, pee. These were the words that pinwheeled through Despro's mind as his body descended into darkness.